everybody, and welcome to That's So Original podcast. We are back again with The Center, episode five. Things are getting crazy up in Dorchester. And I am here today with my co-host, Tiffany. How's it going, Tiffany? Same old, same old. Trying to survive the virus. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, no better time than a quarantine to start listening to podcasts true story what else are you gonna do clean your house nah. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> things aren't that bad clearly looking around my house you know that it, yeah we have not gotten that desperate around here so okay well we're just going to dive right into this thing because this is probably going to be a long one a lot of stuff happened it's like episode three was jam-packed episode four was kind of chill and now five is same thing just really loaded down with a lot of activity a lot of shit yes. going down okay yes. jamie is at the school it's late it's dark and he is holding a large crystal rock thing like an amethyst is that what that was yeah it's like those kinds like well, we we took a trip to Kentucky, and the every all the gift shops there had all the stones that were cut in half and polished on the inside. It's one of those with the the fun crystals. But Jamie's is all bloody. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not gift shop worthy. No, that's a concern for sure. So he takes the crystal, throws it in the trash, and then he starts to strip. And you know, I got what I no no complaints here, no complaints. But it's a little weird because he's very obviously bloody, and his shirt is bloody. He's he goes into the bathroom. He's washing his face and hands. He's cleaning under his fingernails. Someone watches forensic files, and so he's got all these bloody paper towels everywhere, and he's throwing everything into the trash bag. I think he throws his jacket as well and bags it all up and gets in his car. He drives down to the river where he tosses the bag into the river and it promptly sinks because that big heavy rock is in there and he may have also been watching the Sopranos. You know, you can't just, you got to weigh those, those bags down. So they stay down. And you got to poke some holes in it so it doesn't fill with air and float. Oh, that's true. That is Same true. thing with bodies. Same thing with bodies. So I was looking at this survival calendar that I have at work. And they have this a section on how to sink a body. And you're supposed to wrap the body in chicken wire first so that the fish and stuff don't eat it and then like something happens and then it floats to the surface. I don't know all the details because I'm not planning on sinking a body, but the chicken chicken wire was on the supply list if you were planning on it. Just throwing that out there. I don't know, Tiffany, I don't know. I'm not an expert at dumping bodies. Anyway. Well, things that concern me about this little bit is that, so what did Jamie do? Did he drive back to the city just to kill this mentalist dude? And I was like, where did he get a car? Oh, wait, he has a car because we saw him park it at the train station. Jamie has a Prius. Shock of all shocks. No way. And then changes at the school and he's changed into a nice button down and cuffed jeans. Does he just keep those at school? Like, he has an extra set of those there? Yeah, well, he's like Bond or like Umbrella Academy where they flip through their closet of, of their clothes and it's the same thing, like everything's same. So he's just got like 20 pairs of the cuffed 
pants, 20 button up shirts, probably. I need a life like that. I know. Well, it would sure make picking out clothes a lot easier to think about (laughs) it. Well, we go from Jamie dumping his bloody evidence to he's coming back home. He gets back home and Leela is asleep in bed. She has slept through it all. One thing that I noticed is crunchy mom Leela is not co-sleeping. What? Did you notice there's a bottle on the table later? Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Leela. I know. When Leela wakes up, she's looking around for the baby, goes downstairs. She's freaking out because where's the baby? And Jamie's sitting there holding the baby who is easily three three months old now. Right? The baby's huge in tv logic so whatever and he's trying to convince her that he's fine and he obviously didn't kill just just kill someone he's he's great as they're talking leela says what's on your ear and it's obviously blood big old nasty splotch of blood he tells her it's a mosquito bite that's the best he could do that right i scratched a mosquito bite come on I don't know what I don't I don't know what I would have come up with but I don't think she wasn't buying it she was like uh-huh, uh-huh. like I don't know where that came from it's so weird that's <laughs> <laughs> crazy but then we he gets a call from Harry who's calling to give him a heads up that they found a body dun, dun, dun. so Harry's at the crime scene and the crime scene techs are there and the NY pd detectives are there and one is interviewing our friend sophie who is just narking out people left and right which we'll find out later harry calls jamie gets no answer this whole thing is very weird to me and harry's confronted about this later i just don't get why he suddenly feels this personal responsibility to to take care of Jamie and get him help and all the stuff. But anyway, he, he calls Jamie, gets his voicemail and says, call me as soon as you get this. Yeah, it's very weird. And then it's discussed that Harry didn't have a warrant to track Jamie's phone. So he's just doing that for shits and giggles with annoying a detective on a whatever Tuesday night or whatever they were doing. And now it puts his credibility into question because he hung out all night with a murder suspect. Right? Drinking and playing chicken. Like, how is this okay? Everybody needs to be fired. Everybody. Everybody everybody needs to be fired. We'll start over. New department entirely. It's just crazy. So Harry now is back in the police station. He's talking to Detective Soto. And he's saying, I think Jamie did this. He has to fess up about how Jamie got out of the house without him noticing. Says, my back was hurting. He took a pain pill. Totally knocked me out. So Harry has also taken it upon himself to have Jamie's car tracked for any activity last night. And he gives the information to another cop, tells her, can you look into this? At this time, Detective Soto drops the bombshell that the warrant that they were trying to get last night to trace Jamie's cell phone did not go through. So anything that Harry found out by using that trace of Jamie's cell phone they can't use. Moreover, it's not even his jurisdiction. He didn't have a warrant. He didn't have a legitimate reason to be there. He has to turn over everything he has to the NYPD and basically wash his hands of it, step away. And Harry, not about to do that. He says, I'm not going to sit around and wait until he kills someone else. So all of a sudden, Harry's phone buzzes, screen cut to Jamie. Jamie's giving him a call. They have such a weird, codependent, crazy relationship. I, I don't understand it. 
It really is. In the first season, like I said, I haven't seen the second season, but in the first season, I feel like he did the same thing. He just, he went over yeah. and above for that girl and to try Cora. to- Cora. Cora. Jeez, I'm not good with names, Tiffany. I don't know why it popped into my head all of a sudden. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have remembered it either. Jessica Biel, yeah, her. Yeah, but you know, I think it, there were plenty of times in that season where he overstepped what I think a detective should do and could legally do in a situation. But, you know, Harry gets results, so I'm not going to argue with his process. So Jamie gives is giving Harry a call, and the next thing we see is Jamie is sitting at outside Harry's house, and he's looking freaked out. He's looking his normal Jamie look at this point, mm-hmm. and he's flashing on leaving his house in the middle of the night, seeing Harry asleep in his car, and then getting in his car and driving back to the party in the city, where he runs into the mentalist guy and asks him to read him. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him the mentalist because I don't know his name. Harry arrives at his house and he asks Jamie, you know, what happened last night? And Jamie says, I fucked up. Harry says, I saw the dead body. Jamie, it was just a moment. It's not who I am. Uh, I'm going to say uh, that the evidence has shown that this is exactly who Jamie is. Yeah, and this, this is a confession. Hall is ass in. I mean, the police work in this show is just, whew, I, I, scary. I but Harry says, it's not my jurisdiction. You have to face this. And Jamie's like, uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, that. That sounds terrible. I don't, I don't want to do that. It sounds like I'm going to get in trouble. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Harry's like, well, I can help. I can keep the cameras away. No one will see you. You'll surrender quietly. Jamie's like, I'm not crazy or out of control. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm not. I don't know if you know what those words mean. You obviously are. There's no self-awareness here at all. (laughs) No. Well, then Jamie comes back and says to Harry, what if I was your brother? You'd help me out of this. You're not, you're not his brother. (laughs) Harry's like, nay, nay. (laughs) You're ridiculously handsome. If you, if your brothers. That is true. That gene pool took a sharp left. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) And then I'm wondering, why would Harry meet a known murderer at his very isolated home by himself. I don't know, but that turns out to be a real bad choice. But this is the scene where you find out that the mentalist name was Kyle, because I said, why didn't he monster energy smash Jamie's face like drywall? I mean... Because thought- Kyle's mom's a bitch. <sighs> oh, it's a twofer. Damn, it's a twofer. damn, that was good. That was good. I don't even have a comeback for that. <laughs> But uh, my last note is in that part is that Jamie is a mess, but still managed to cuff his jeans because the man's got a purpose. Look, he's not leaving his house with his cuffs all willy-nilly flapping in the breeze like True. some hippie. All right. Hipster, but like a hipster. Not a hippie, but like a hipster. That's right. I mean, it sounds like they would be very similar, very different very different so jamie is walking around town and boy they got that headline out quick front page news the kyle is murdered mentalist murdered sylvia brown whatever the guy's dead so he walks into the school and here is our friend recommendation letter emma and she wants to talk jamie says we're not supposed to be interacting in any way emma says well but, but wait I've finally 
understand what you're talking about and I really am I'm trying to figure out what I really want and I don't care what my parents say. Jamie says, you know what, just forget about what I said and go to college. Emma, looking like her puppy died again, he says, you shouldn't listen to me. I don't know anything anymore and walks away. I think I've said this a yeah, hundred times. Poor Emma. That's what I have. Poor Emma just wanted a damn letter, not PTSD, Mr. B. That's seriously, this girl had joy in her heart in episode one, and now there's nothing in there anymore. It's just cold and black. Way to go, Mr. B. Okay, so now we're at Sonia's house. She just got her pictures of Jamie back from Walgreens to Shutterfly, and she's looking really good quality. Right? I know. That's what I thought. Mine never looked that great. No. So. And um, then Harry's there at Sonia's house because he hasn't been unprofessional enough for the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go hang out with her. And he's explaining to her that uh, about the cootie catcher and how it's a completely random thing. It, there was no agenda that Nick and Jamie just happened upon her in this game of chance they were playing. And Sonia is not having it. She does not like it. She doesn't believe it. She thinks it's stupid. And she finds out that Jamie and Harry spent the night together. And she says, what did you two do all night? And in my notes, I have Sonia is all of us. Sonia is a voice of reason. Like yes. She is the what the fuck yeah. of this whole series. <laughs> and, uh, and immediately, you know, Sonia says, don't tell me you went to that party in Brooklyn where someone was killed. Sonia, she should be a detective because she is on it. Then she loses her credibility when she tells Harry, I'm involved, you have to tell me. Um, no, honey, that's not how that works. That sounds like, he he doesn't doesn't have to tell tell you anything. (laughs) (laughs) What? You're You're not a cop. You're not in a relationship, even though you want to be so badly. You're not. It's just, so, it was such an awkward exchange. She Harry, was really hoping he was coming over with that cootie catcher to play MASH. I know. She's like, mm-hmm. are you going to live in a mansion? Like, pick or me, pick a, me. Where a shed or a house. <laughs> but Harry leaves and he gets a call from his daughter. His grandson is finally making a visit. So, you know, shit will hit the fan this mm-hmm. weekend. Because that's how things roll in Harry's life. Yep. Now we are in class with Jamie learning about Hitler. He's actually teaching though. How I mean, fun. well, that's true. He's, he's not he's not just like up on his desk with his legs crossed talking about recommendation letters and life. He, yeah, he's actually giving a history lesson. But the funny thing is, the did you notice that all the students are sitting at a conference table? Like No, I didn't. They're not at like desks. They're not even at like college tables. It's a giant wood conference table that they're sitting around. Private schools, man. <laughs> no, I didn't even notice that. Like I said, I was I was listening to that because I was typing so much. This episode was nuts. So the dean comes in to the room, tells him there's a detective here to talk to him. Uh, he, you know, leaves the room. He's now in another room with this detective. She's asking him about whether he heard of the murder. He says, yes, he heard it on the news. She says, well, your little friend Sophie says that you were at that party. <laughs> oh, yeah. I ran into her earlier that night and she invited me. She asks, did you know the victim? He says, no. Any idea who would have done this? He says, no. Did you go to the party with anyone? He says, no. Well, again, Sophie the Narc says, mm-mm. 
She says someone was with you. He says, oh yeah. Detective Ambrose showed up later. I wasn't like there with him. You know, we were just kind of like there at the same time. We weren't together. Is he a friend of yours? She asks. Uh, no, no, no. He just showed up. We were together earlier. We were hanging out earlier for sure as best buds. Then and we were like, cootie catcher. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he says, oh, we were together earlier and then we parted ways and then he just showed back up. I don't even know how he knew about the party. Uh, she says, what time did you leave the party? He says, 11. How did you get home? I got a ride with Harry. Did you leave the house after that? No. She says, mm hmm, okay, well, great. Thanks for answering those questions. Now I'm going to need a DNA sample. And Jamie... Shits his pants. Sweating bullets right now. He's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I, I had so many thoughts on this is that one, he says he left the party at 11.30. So all this playing chicken and shit stuff happened before midnight and dealing with the bros and the whole cocaine frenzied shit he did. All yeah. that happened before midnight. Wait a minute. That timeline doesn't make any sense at all. No. And, and then right. I thought it was funny is that when, when the dean says that there's a detective here to see you that... Oh, he James thought it was Harry. He thought it was Harry and yeah. his face lit up. He thought it was Harry. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then he's that. like, then he sees that field detective. He's like, Mwah, Mwah. He's like, oh, man. And I thought, I thought what's funny is the dean says, "Do you want to tell me what this is about?" Um, no, Sharon, mind your business. What is Nobody... what all these people think they're entitled <laughs> to know what's going on in everybody's life? No. I was, like, I was like, um, no, Sharon, keep it moving. <laughs> okay, Leela is in her store. She's looking fabulous, by the way, for just giving birth. Doesn't she? she looks fantastic. So yes, I'd have that in my notes too. Who comes walking into the store? It's Sonia. Yay, like a bad sitcom. She comes in. <laughs> my first thought is, where's the baby? I um, thought that who's too. Taking care of baby? I, maybe the brother. That's what I thought. He's very involved with her life. Right. And the first thing is that Leela says, because she has no idea who Sonia is, is, can I interest you in some of our steamed distilled peppermints? It has and Spanish sage and fennel. It's great for stress. Oh. Ew. Well, you Ew. Know, she also was selling tea to that first woman's in there. I was like, so oils, oh. teas, moisturizers too, apparently. Yeah, she, she says to, to Sonia, I could get you a moisturizer. And I was like, oh, is that an old joke? Are you saying her skin looks bad? <laughs> Calm say? yourself, Leela. Some of us were blessed with, you know, porcelain skin, mm. lady. Mm. But Sonia says, I'm Sonia Brazel, by the way. And Leela you can see the flash on Leela's face, like, who? Who's this? <laughs> who? Vaguely familiar. And then she's like, you know, your husband and his friend had an accident on my property. People died. It got real weird. And Leela's like, oh. Oh, shit. that's Arna Bars. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what's, you know, what's, what's going on? How's it going? And, How you been? Right. And Lila goes, oh, well, how are you? you? You must obviously must be stressed because all this happened on your property. That's probably why your skin looks so bad, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> they do a little catch-up chitty chat and she's and Lila lets it slip. Hey, we're great. You know, we just had a baby a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago? Already didn't back at work? But didn't they just have a baby two days ago? How are we a couple weeks ago? This, Look here. This this is like a soap opera timeline where you have a baby, the next day they're six months old, in a week they have their own storyline. Oh, it's like that modern family when the, then the little girl was like two in the next episode, the next episode she was like 10, it got real weird. Yeah, they so, used anyway. to do this in days of our lives all the time. Sonia says to Leela, 
circumstances, circumstances that... have been a bit challenging is what she's saying. Sonia spills all the tea. All of it, all the tea in the shop. She's spilling it. She's spilling it right here and now. And lost the tea party in. up in here. Pretty much. It should be renamed the Sonia Tea Party. Uh -huh. So Harry's at the NYPD police station. Yep. Okay. And he's being questioned now. And they want to know what he was doing in town. He says he was tailing someone from another case from back in at his in his department and he says you know you should be looking at Jamie Burns for this murder case he asks if anybody saw Jamie come back into the house and the detective says well it was hard to find anyone who could see straight by the time that the murder happened and if thinking back to the flashback that Jamie had there were a bunch of people passed out like everywhere so he gives her some CCTV footage of Jamie going into the school after what would have been the time of the murder. She's just like, oh, okay, thanks. And Harry gets very emphatic that Jamie is dangerous. We have to do something. We have to contain this guy. He's gonna, he's gonna blow. He already has. He's going, he's gonna do something else. She says, we're working on it. Thanks for the information. Now give me your DNA. And that's the end of this interview. Well, that's funny is that when they first meet up at the police station, she says, thanks for coming. I know it's a long drive. Um, Harry's done that drive like three times in a night. Yeah. I mean, so it's obviously not that long of a drive. Calm down. <laughs> and she's had enough of Harry and his antics. So maybe she's an actual cop, the one in this entire show. I don't know. That actually understands what a detective is supposed to be. All the legal like, ramifications right. of how this case could be screwed up with all your craziness. Like she knows her role and doesn't try to be people's friend. <laughs> right. We're back at Jamie's house and Jamie's home from work. He's strolling in like it's a normal day. And Hi, honey. I'm home. He walks in and he sees Leela and her brother, Brian, who now has a first name that I didn't realize. Okay. And I didn't get that either. See, so you got Brian. I got Kyle. That's why we there work so well together. Leela and her brother, Brian, which, how do you have a Leela and a Brian? Jamie immediately asks, what's wrong? Is Kai okay? Of course, the baby's name is Kai. See, and I didn't no even offense. pick up on that until another scene, but I think it's cute. No offense to Kai's out there, but it just seems like a hipster name. I'm sorry. It does, but, but I like um, it. I, I don't mind it. I'm actually, the kids have, my kids have a friend named Kai, but. And Leela says, hey, Sonia came into my store today and she told me a whole bunch of crazy crap about you. <laughs> there was a grave dug at her house and that you went to a party the other night. And uh, did you go to this party the other night where somebody was murdered? And Jamie immediately goes into guilt trip gaslighting and comes back with, mm -hmm. two years ago when shit went down, I stayed by you. I could have left. I had a right to. What an asshole. But I stayed. So I don't know what went down two years ago, but I sure as hell wasn't somebody getting murdered there, Jamie. Yeah, apples and oh. oranges, Jamie. <laughs> so, you know, she says, I need to know, did you go to this party? And he says, well, yeah. He then, um, of course, he's all in trying to get like in her face and Brian steps in and says, Leela, remember what I told you. Pretty Just much. Le stick to the plan, Leela. Stick to the plan, <laughs> yes. So he's pretty much saying, Leela, we talked about how he was going to gaslight you and act like a dick. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep it moving. So of course, Jamie's, get out of my house. We don't need to listen to you. Get out of my house. And Brian says, I'm not leaving her with you. And if you touch me, I'll call the police. Boom. 
my best friend's Whoa. a blues man. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. But he didn't. He didn't really say that. And Leela says, comes back with, I can't sleep with you in this house. Thank you, Leela, for being the, the, the one voice of like, yeah, my husband's nuts. Yeah. And I got a baby. Probably going to slit my throat in my sleep. Uh, yeah. Him, he's got a real super weird friend that died. Things have been real crazy. I don't need this nonsense. If I was Leela, I wouldn't even stay in that house. I'd pack up my baby and go. Mm-hmm. Because he's got, he's got keys. Unless you want to go through the hassle of changing the locks. Which, I mean, it's not a bad idea. But just go. Just go away. But she kicks him out. Kicks him out. Kicks him straight out to the Haven Residence Hotel. Motel Holiday Inn. Wet Jamie in the shower. I'm here for it. And no shower curtain. So it's obviously not a nice hotel. That's so, I don't miss this show, Tiffany. <laughs> they did it just for you. <laughs> so he's in the shower and he's flashing back to his conversation with the medium, Kyle, whatever. I don't know if he's a medium. Or I'm going to call him that. And he's saying, is this going to be confidential? He says, yes, of course. He says, yes, he's still there. He's hooked on you. He's agitated like something's unfinished. And all the while, Jamie is flashing back to that conversation he had with Nick about taking it to the next level, about when you kill someone, you attain this higher level of being or whatever. So he's flashing back to that conversation. And at the same time, the medium is getting these images of Nick and Jamie and at one point he's rubbing his stomach he's talking about a a pain and it's like he can actually see that scene with Nick through the windshield he says he's hovering near you like a protector he doesn't want you to be afraid anymore why are you so afraid Jamie says because I feel like I'm going to lose everything well that's what happens when you're crazy Jamie yeah you've already lost it yeah it's gone yeah, Every, if, if everything means all of the common sense, logic, and brain cells that you had in your head, you are correct. They're already gone. Okay, so we're back at Harry's house, and Sonia has come over to visit and to apologize because she's spilled all the tea to Leela, and so she tells Harry, hey, I visited his wife. She's kind of upset about it, like, uh, are you going to hate me? She says, I can't seem to get any control back. And you can relate. I think everybody on this show is out of control. Like, there's not one person with their hand on the wheel. They're all out of it. Mm -hmm. Harry's telling her it's my job to be so invested with Jamie. And Sonya's like, really? Really? (laughs) Because Sonya is all of us. Because she's like, it's it's really spending that much time with a suspect that that's 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 normal that's police procedure suspiciously (laughs) and all these drop-ins i don't know how these people live like this that like oh i was in the neighborhood and i want to talk to you about this murder oh i was in the neighborhood let's do some stuff no stay home go home shelter in place have you not watched the news (laughs) And this is long before that, but still, <laughs> it's called awkward anxiety, people. We don't want to deal with that, all these awkward drop-ins. How about shoot me a text before you show up at my door? Right? But then that would, you know, take all the fun out of it, Exactly, I guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonia refers to, to Harry. She says, you're like a turtle. Maybe that's your spirit animal. And I was like, oh, Sonia, you had me until you had to go into spirit animals. 
but being called a turtle made Harry, I don't know, a little frisky because he oh. grabs her and he kisses her. Yeah, that made him hot. Uh huh. And he makes the so he finally makes the first move. <laughs> so I've got naked photo of Harry coming soon. Uh huh. Coming to an art gallery near you. We're back in the dean's office with Jamie. And see, this is the first time that I picked up on the baby's name was Kai, but I guess I just wasn't paying attention earlier. <laughs> this is very interesting because evidently he asked for his maternity leave to start six months after the baby's birth. I couldn't figure that one out either. Is it because she wanted to take six months off and then Maybe. that would be an extra two? But yeah. she's already back at work. Well, that's true. Yeah, she's already in her shop or on the phone making orders. I don't know. I didn't understand that. I'm sure there was a reason for it, but I don't know. But they think he should take it right now in the middle of the term. And Jamie says, okay, but then what? Well, we'll reevaluate. So Jamie's getting agitated he obviously sees the writing on the wall they they want to get rid of him and the dean says you've become a distraction to the faculty and students and i, I have in my notes have you seen him he's been a distraction for a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mr b mm-hmm. you know what mr. i'm saying b. Mr. B. Mm-hmm. so she says the nypd were in the school last night and searched it Jamie, of course, going with the standard, I didn't do anything, it wasn't me, I don't know what you're talking about, response. And Jamie says, look, I've been at this school for 10 years, I'm not leaving. And so he gets up and walks out. I'm not exactly sure that's how this works, Jamie. No, I don't think so. That you could just say, "Mm, no, I, you know, I'm glad that we talked about this, but I'm going to, I'm going to say no, actually. And he walked right out of that site consult, like, "Mm, no, not working for me. Bye. You know what? I'll think about it out here. I and think he's been so pretty his whole life that he's he can just yes, do that. Like yes, no, and we're like wanted, you're beautiful. Okay, 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 Mister. <laughs> so he walks out, and as soon as he does, he gets a call from Detective Jones from the NYPD, and she wants to ask him a few more questions. Dun 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 dun. dun. So she meets him at Harry's precinct there in, what the heck is the name of the town? Because I just Dorchester. Dorchester. I was thinking it started with a W and I got nothing. Anyway. <laughs> that's Worcestershire and that's in I was, that was what I, that's, okay. that's what I was going with. So she's questioning him and she says, you know, that it's a two hour drive and that you were dropped off at 1.15 a.m. at your house by Harry. Hmm. I'm still confused on this timeline from this whole process. Same, same. I am too. It's very confusing. I, I, I need a chart. I can't keep it straight. No, it's crazy. And these two hours, they're saying it's a two hour drive from the city to Worcester. Dorchester. Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It's going to be the Worcestershire place. I don't it, care. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> But it's an hour by commuter train, which that doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. But anywho, the detective said that they found on cameras outside the school that they saw him leaving the school in a change in change of clothes, carrying a garbage bag. Jamie says, well, that's perfectly understandable. I can explain that. I could not sleep. So I went to the school at four in the morning and I decided to grade some test papers. And while I was there, I thought, well, I'll take those test papers back home. So let's throw them in a garbage bag. As I don't have, one does. I don't have my fancy messenger bag. 
but I do have my cuffed pants on, just to be clear. <laughs> and I got a little warm, so I took my coat off and I and I put it in the bag too. Detective's like, yeah, you're not pretty enough for this line of thinking. Mm-mm. Sorry, not happening. And uh, they've got records of his movements and DNA from the. Is, I think I have DNA. Is, I think it's from the crime scene. Yeah, I just have DNA. It, uh-huh. Yep. And I I have my notes. I'm like, you're done, Nate, Jamie. You you gotta shut up now immediately my first thought is he's going to throw Harry under the bus he's going to blame Harry for this because who else could be there but instead he says I need a lawyer uh I need a lawyer I need a lawyer I need a lawyer 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 did I say that loud enough and the detective's like you know what things are going to get much harder now that you call the lawyer the typical cop talk is I can help you until you call lawyers you said lawyer so I can't help you anymore but you did, Jamie. Always ask for a lawyer. I don't care who you are. Ask for a lawyer. Yep. I don't care if it makes you look guilty. Ask for a lawyer. Yep. And don't you dare take that lie detector test. Don't do it. Because they're stupid. Don't do it. And they lie. Mm-mm. And they lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still in the precinct and Harry's phone rings. It's his daughter. She has finally decided that Eli is coming to visit. And he says, oh, actually, maybe next weekend would be better. She starts flipping out because she just put Eli on that train. He says, hey, don't worry about it. I'll work it out. I'll get it. The detective walks up to him, the NYPD detective. And all of a sudden, she's just questioning him, like, in the middle of the precinct. Is he in a room at this point? They're, like, moving to an interrogation room because Jamie can hear them through the wall. She says, uh, excuse me, why were you at my crime scene three days ago? Because she got a warrant for Harry's phone records. And Mm -hmm. actually, uh, now that we're talking about it, he has called Jamie several times and she wants to know basically WTF. What's what's going on here, Harry? And he says, you've got your process. I've got mine. Mine is to get way too emotionally invested (laughs) in my investigation. Sorry that if that doesn't work for you. Uh, so she says I'm gonna be straight with you I don't actually have a solid case my evidence is crappy any good defense attorney is gonna throw it out all I have is you and Harry says I have been trying to get a confession out of Jamie because I feel like we have the kind of relationship where he will talk to me well she wants to know about this relationship kind of a, a little suggesting something more than just a friendship and Harry gets pissed off with the whole thing and just walks out but not before nypd detective says hey you know what harry you're a suspect in this investigation too harry says this is bullshit chief takes him into his office but i don't know it's not looking good for jamie or harry right now i love that the detective's like what's that like being in a relationship with him come on you're a single guy and i was like he's so pretty she's like he's so pretty he's come very on. pretty can you tell me about him what's that like he look with a shirt off <laughs> you have a nice butt wear boxers or briefs you get to look at his ankles when he cuffs his jeans just mm-hmm. curious they're sexy they're kind of bony but i'd like them so in the chief's office now harry finds out I believe he finds out at this point that that phone trace that they made on Jamie's phone was actually illegal. Yeah, he didn't have a warrant. Yeah, that warrant didn't go through and he can't use any of that. And he's going to be put on modified duty because as we everyone is seeing right now, Harry is too invested on this. He needs to take a step back. Harry's not about to do that. He's an adamant. Jamie's going to kill someone else if I don't do something. 
So they don't care. Chief says that doesn't change anything. Bye-bye, pack your stuff and leave. So he walks out to go leave and Jamie's leaving at the same time. And there's the awkward stare down. I don't know why they just didn't lean cans and walk out together. Oh my God, like, that's I was just getting right ready to say that. Like, <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Who's driving? I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, I can't trust you behind the wheel of a car, Jamie. <laughs> oh. So Harry leaves the precinct and they gets to the train station just in time to pick up grandson Eli. Apparently grandson's been waiting for a few moments. He gets him and takes him off to his house. And then we're in Jamie's sad hotel room. Mm -hmm. And he's flashing back to his time with the mentalist Kyle. Kyle is saying this friend, so obviously Nick, is talking to the mentalist. And he can hear him saying, he wants you to keep going. He sees a phone. I keep seeing a phone. Does that mean anything to you? And Jamie's like, uh, no, no. uh, (laughs) Not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. So Kyle continues, follow through, almost there, look death in the face. You don't have a choice. You have to do it because, and then all of a sudden Kyle gets really scared and freaked out. And he's like, I need to stop. Jamie's like, uh, no, no, no. Finish that thought. Cause I need to to get good. Yeah. That was like, like, that was, that's really unfair, dude. You got to keep going. But Kyle doesn't want to. He's, 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 he's over it. He's scared of Jamie. He's scared of Nick. He's scared of life at this point. You have to go because I need to know what Nick wants me to do next, pretty much. And we all know what Kyle's seeing is Nick's like, you got to kill somebody, buddy. Mm-hmm. You got to kill someone. We got to just keep it rolling. So Jamie makes the obvious decision is to grab the fancy geode rock mm-hmm. bookends and bash Kyle in the face with it repeatedly. Sure. Over and over. Mm-hmm. So you could say that Jamie looked death in the face and... Kyle I just doesn't kept beating the shit out of it. Yeah. And Kyle doesn't have a face anymore. No, so. no, poor Kyle. I, in my notes, I said, so this dude is dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the last thing we see is Kyle's face mushed into the carpet. And yeah. we're, you know, the part of the face that's left is mushed into the carpet. And then Jamie grabs the little geode rock, shoves it under his coat, and walks out the door, do do do, and drives back to Worcester, Dorchester whoosh shire like who does okay (laughs) so now harry and his grandson are at harry's house and eli's poking around the box of harry's father's things and he asks who's carl ambrose harry says it's your grandfather what's in the box i said what's in the box i did the same thing (laughs) i even have it in my notes yeah uh why don't you open it grandpa harry and he's like nah maybe later so they eat dinner harry's doing the dishes and in the distance he hears eli laughing so he goes to investigate because he's an investigator, that's what he does. And the front door is open. So he goes outside and Eli is outside with none other than Jamie Burns. And Harry immediately freaks out, says, Eli, get in the house. Why? What is it with kids? Just freaking go in the house. Like if my grandmother would have told me to go in the house, I'd be like, yes, ma'am, I will go in the house, no questions asked. But I tell you, these freaking kids nowadays always want to know why, why, why? So Harry, of course, with the stay away from my family, stay away from my house, get the hell out of here. Well, Leela's kicked him out. Poor Jamie has nowhere to go. This is your fault. Harry says, hey, 
put the brakes on that. I'm not responsible for your marriage or this shit that you are in right, right now. I mean, that's, that's a stretch, Jamie. It really is. Uh, he says, Harry is manipulative. And I can kind of see where he's coming from with that because for the longest time, Harry played this, I want to be your friend. I want to help you. But I think now Harry is getting to a point where he's now afraid of Jamie. At a point yeah. it was, I need to help this guy. You know, I need to figure out what happened and get him help. And now I think Harry sees the the snowballing here and I need to get out of the way before it crushes me. Yeah, because Jamie makes the comment, I told you things I haven't told my wife. Mm. Well, what does that say about you and your wife? Exactly. And, and, you, and you and Harry. And I, you're I, telling a cop. Yeah. He's not your therapist, Jamie. Scroll it on back a little bit. No, no. And, and now he's throwing at Harry like, well, you're no different than me. You're messed up just like I am. And Harry's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I didn't kill anybody yet. <laughs> uh, and, you know, please leave before I call the cops. I'm like, you are the cop. But so Jamie starts calling for Eli. Like, what is Jamie doing right now? I, I, I was like, oh, Jamie's about to get his ass beat. And yes, Harry punches him in the stomach, grabs him by the throat. And I think Jamie liked it. But at any rate, he says... <laughs> he okay. called that kid out because he wanted him to see his grandpa yeah. go off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he knew, too, that doing that, that re-engaging with Eli was going to set Harry on yep. edge. So Jamie just strolls away and says, I'll see you later. And I said, well, that's going to make an interesting phone call back to the daughter because you know Eli is going to tell her that whole story. Let me tell yep. you what happened after dinner last night, huh? Well, Jamie says, Harry Ambrose just showed up. Like, ooh, there's your balls, Harry. Would you like me to pick them up for you? You pop them. So, daughter's not going to have Eli coming out anytime soon. No, be. and this whole, like, it took them forever to actually coordinate this visit. And, of course, Jamie has to get all psycho at the worst time. It's going to ruin Harry's life forever. So, that's the end of episode five. So, thanks for joining us. And we'll be back soon with episode six. Oh, I got a thing that says my in your internet is unstable. Well, what? okay. So is half my life. Why are we talking about it? That, okay. See, I've got accidents in my notes. So.